0: Welcome to the Strong Families podcast, where we believe that strong families connect to Jesus, connect to each other, to a faith community, and to their mission and purpose. Strong families, when was the last time you built a fort? My kids built a blanket fort in our front room this last week, and it made me think about all the times I used to build forts as a little girl. My favorite place to build a fort used to be under the orange tree in our backyard. This is the very first place I started building forts. The tree branches would hang down low and sort of make a natural umbrella, like a cave. You could part the branches and go inside and it was a perfect place to have a fort. I would bring blankets in there and toys and books and I would set things up and I had my own little fort just for me. But something would happen overnight. Sometimes the wind would blow my blankets away or blow my things off the branches that I had hung up. Sometimes the sprinklers would come on and make everything soaking wet. Sometimes old rotten oranges would drop down on the floor and there would be fruit flies buzzing around in them. One time, my dog even snuck in there and, ugh, this part is gross, he pooped. They was poop in my fort. I realized that maybe the orange tree wasn't a very great place to build a fort, even though it felt super cool. So one year, I got an idea to build the fort inside in my bedroom. I put a blanket from my top shelf down over, onto my bed and onto the floor. I draped blankets around my desk and then I made a little section that connected the two. So my fort had three rooms. I was very careful, There was no wind or sprinklers in my room and no rotten oranges or fruit flies and no dog poop. And I kept that fort up for weeks and weeks and weeks because I had chosen a safe place to build it. What about you? Have you ever built a fort in a place that wasn't a very good choice? Have you built it in a place where it could last for days and days It matters where you build. It's important to build somewhere safe and on something stable. I can remember when I was in grad school, I got to go to the country of Jordan and visit a place called Petra. Petra is a city, an ancient city, where the people carved their buildings into the side of the rock. Do you know that this city is thousands and thousands of years old and those buildings are still there, carved into the rock. The treasury, the big, big monastery, and even their homes. You can walk inside these rooms that they carved thousands of years ago and still see what they look like. It matters where you build. Jesus told stories about building houses on something solid, but he wasn't actually talking about building a house what is he talking about let's read together this section is found in matthew 7 starting with verse 24 therefore everyone who hears these words of mind and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock the rain came down the streams rose and the winds blew and beat against that house yet When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching because he taught like one who had authority and not as their teachers of the law. So let's talk about this verse. Jesus is talking about a wise and a foolish builder who each built a house. One of them chose to build it on the rock and one of them chose to build it on sand. I think you could have known without hearing the story who made the better choice, especially if you've ever built a sandcastle at the beach. It's not very stable. It'll fall pretty quickly. But Jesus isn't talking about houses. He's talking about building our lives, about what we build our lives on. So Jesus is encouraging us to build our lives on something solid, to build our lives on him. And he gives us two clues for how to do this. He says we have to hear his words and put them into practice. It's not enough just to hear them. We have to actually do them. Something else I want you to notice is that the storms came to both of these builders. Whether the man built on the solid rock or built on the sand, the storms came to both of them. And that's really what our lives are like. Storms come to everyone. No matter what you've built your life on, bad things happen. Hard times come. But when those hard times come, people who've built their life on something really, really solid, they don't fall apart. Their life doesn't collapse around them. They make it through the hard times. So I want you to talk about two questions with your family tonight. Number one. What is your family building your lives on right now? Is it a job? Is it a vacation you're looking forward to? A business that you own? Is it a hope for the future? Is it a school community? Is it a friend group? Is it your neighborhood? Is it your church? What are you building your life on? And second, how can your family build your life on something solid, something that can withstand storms? How can you build your life on Jesus? Remember the clues that Jesus gave us. And don't just say, well, we can just, we can build our lives on Jesus. I want you to talk about what that actually means. How do you build your life on Jesus? What does it look like? What does it mean for your choices and your day-to-day living? How would you explain it to someone else? Enjoy Strong Families talking about how to build strong lives based on Jesus.